Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to talk about Nick Diaz and specifically what's going on with him. What's going to happen? Because the last time he fought, it was against Robbie Lawler, and it didn't look too good. I'll be honest, it was not an impressive showing from Nick whatsoever. I know there's some people who were like, oh, you know, he did pretty good for the amount of time he was off. But after that, personally, I did not want him to come back because it just showed that he is so far away from fighting. His mind isn't really in it like it once was. That killer instinct that Nick Diaz was so famous for, it wasn't found in this fight. And it sucks because there was a point where before this fight, he looked like he was training hard. He looked in good shape. And a lot of people were excited for a comeback from him when he announced it originally. But then it came to the actual fight with Robbie Lawler. And not only was he not in good shape anymore, but the fight had to be moved up to middleweight. Is that what happened? So yeah, it had to move up to 185 on short notice. Nick comes into that fight, does not look good. And it was just like, damn, this is not the sign of someone who was confident in coming back and trying to fight for a title because he said, if I win against Robbie Lawler, I want to fight Kamar Usman next. Oh, man. He even said, if Robbie beats me, I think he should fight for Kamaru next. Like, come on, man. Like, but yeah, that fight was just very one-sided. He was unable to really do anything. I guess I give him credit for staying in it for as long as he did for three rounds. But like I said, he was unable to pull the trigger. Did not look confident. Did not look like his old self. And eventually Robbie was able to finish him with punches. And it really wasn't even the cleanest finish. I do give Nick credit for ending it because he knew, all right, I have no more answers. I don't think there's any shame in that. But the way it got finished, it just showed that Nick is a different fighter at this point. Before, he would take it and stand back up and continue. But listen, this guy is now 38 years old. And it sucks because that entire marijuana suspension really messed up his career. But even when that suspension got shortened, he still wasn't fighting. And it just felt like he was just so over the sport after that entire suspension happened. He was so upset that he was like, forget this, I'm never coming back. And if I do, I'm just going to probably do it for the money only. And that's what it looked like in this Robbie Lawler fight. It looked like he just showed up to get his paycheck and put on somewhat of a show. And all due respect to Robbie Lawler, former champion, still tough, but he is no longer a top level welterweight. Like before this win against Nick Diaz, he was on a four fight losing streak. He's past his prime at this point. So for Nick to lose to someone like him, it really shows where Nick is at in this point of his career. And that's someone who... I just don't think should be fighting again. But he did say, regardless of the result with Robbie Lawler, I'm going to come back. I do want to fight again. And to be honest, I see the UFC accepting that and being down to give him another fight because Nick brings in a lot of money for the promotion. Both the Diaz brothers do. So I'm just wondering who should Nick fight next and what weight should he be? Should he be at welterweight or should he move up to middleweight? And see, this is the hard part about making a fight with Nick because you don't want to give him someone who is too good and too high in the rankings, but you also want to give him someone with name value. And that's why I wish Mike Perry was still around because I think Mike Perry versus Nick Diaz would have been an awesome matchup to make. And I'm just looking at the welterweight division and honestly, like everyone from 1 to 15 is very good. Like even the fighters outside of the top 10 will be able to beat Nick. But I am seeing one name in the rankings here and that's Jorge Masvidal. Personally, I think Jorge can take 
take that fight against Nick at this point, but it will be a favorable matchup for both men because neither of them are going to bring the fight down. Plus, Jorge Masvidal is a huge name, so that would make sense in my opinion. And then you have that storyline of Nate losing to Jorge for the BMF belt back in the day. So that could intertwine with Big Brother trying to avenge his younger brother. So in terms of name value and matchup, I think Jorge Masvidal is the best option. But once again, we have no idea what's going to happen with Jorge after he sucker punched Kobe Covington. That's really going to mess up the trajectory of his career and what he could do next. But even for Jorge Masvidal, I think this makes sense because he needs to get a win after losing his past three. Plus, he's 37 years old. So age-wise, this makes sense. I honestly think this is the best option for Nick Diaz at this point. And I could actually see Nick being motivated for this matchup because if he beats someone like Jorge Masvidal, who is ranked number eight right now, that's a huge jump for Nick Diaz to get into the top 10 of the welterweight division with a win over Jorge. So yeah, I think that's the best option and possibly the only option because I'm looking at the other names in the top 15 and also some of the names in the middleweight top 15 and... None of them really make sense for Nick Diaz at this point. But once again, this all is based on what he wants to do because it doesn't seem like he wants to come back at this point. He seems happy. There was a picture of him circulating recently, fully bearded up, and there's nothing left for him to prove. That's why I was so opposed for him coming back against Robbie Lawler because I just asked myself, what was the point? This guy is a legend. And once you get to that level, yeah, sure, you don't have the UFC championship, but the UFC championship isn't everything. There are fighters who are making a name for themselves without that belt, and Nick Diaz is a prime example of that. Nate is also a prime example of that. Jorge, and even some younger guys like Sean O'Malley, all of them are popular without having to win a UFC championship. So it really tells you a lot about the value of a UFC championship. Yeah, it shows that you are the best in your division, but even some fighters who are holding the belt for example, Kamaru and Alexander Volkanovsky, they're not the biggest draws. They're not making the most money. They're not making more money than someone like Nick Diaz or Nate Diaz when they fight. Maybe Kamaru, I don't know. But overall, what I'm trying to say is that Nick doesn't even need the belt to make this championship level money. So if that's why he wants to come back for glory, for legacy, I say he should stop. He doesn't need to do that. It does suck that he didn't make the most amount of money that he could have in his prime like his brother has been doing because had he been fighting while Nate was blowing up as a fighter that would have been great for Nick but sadly the layoff really changed his career trajectory regardless I wish him the best I personally think he should just hang it up for good live his life he is still a huge figure in the sport of MMA even without fighting he is one of those guys if they show on the jumbotron at a UFC event the entire crowd goes crazy so that's why I think he should just call it a career but like I said if he still thinks he has what it takes to compete and he's motivated to do it because I do know prior to his fight with Robbie there was a lot of issues going on personally health wise so maybe that won't affect him this time around if he comes back and if he comes back and fights Jorge Masvidal 
title, that would make the most sense to me. Any other matchup just doesn't make sense. Okay, so I thought about it a little bit more, and I think another good option would be Donald Cerrone, who has a fight already booked against Joe Lozon. But if he gets past Joe Lozon and wants to move up to 170, then I think he would be a suitable opponent for Nick Diaz. But what do you think? Should Nick Diaz call it a career, or should he come back? And if he does come back, who's a good matchup for him? But that's all for now, so I'll see you on my next one.